Now, we're still talking about the subject of fear today. Some of you may wonder why we've been talking about it so long and why we haven't gotten around to some of the more difficult questions concerning fear, matters of uh, phobias and uh, great panic and that sort of thing. Well, we're getting there, but this is a very complicated and difficult question, and I'd like to take the time to deal with it adequately, and so I hope you'll stay with us in these broadcasts as we continue to discuss this question, which is plaguing so many people, indeed, so many Christian people. I want to point out to you that in 1 Peter 3, verses 13, 14, and 15, which we'll add to our discussion today, that Peter deals with the question of fear, and particularly fear of great persecution. And he does so in the context of how Christ handled persecution when he faced the cross. That, of course, is in the latter part of the second chapter of 1 Peter. Let me read for you those three verses. 1 Peter 3, 13, 14, and 15. Who is there to harm you if you prove zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. And do not fear their intimidation and do not be troubled. But sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Now, I want you to think about those three verses in relationship to each other. We had discussed in some depth verse 13, and then verse 14 we looked at as well. In verse 13, Peter says that people don't usually harm you if you are zealous, really concerned about doing what pleases the Lord, if you are zealous for what is good. And, of course, the things that are good are those things that God has said that please him and that are good to him. The usual effect of living a godly and righteous life is for most people, in most situations, to allow you to continue your quiet and peaceful and godly living. However, there will be some who will persecute, because the scriptures say that all who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Now, that will not be true on the whole, but that will be true from some parties at some time. That's why he goes on to say in verse 14, even if you should suffer, for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. That is, God brings joy and happiness even in the midst of such suffering because this pleases him and he gives you the strength to stand up even under suffering when you do seek to please him. And he allows you to do so in a happy and joyful manner. One of the things that brings joy is the fact that your example in your life will bring strength and comfort to other Christians and it will lead unbelievers to faith in Christ. Then he goes on to say, do not fear their intimidation and do not be troubled. Now here's the commandment concerning fear. Christ says we may not, we dare not, we must not allow ourselves to be intimidated, intimidated by threats, by uh, anything that any unbeliever may bring uh, in the way of a uh, compromising threat to us. We may not allow an unbeliever to change our style of life by his threats of persecution. Now, there are many subtle ways in which people threaten to persecute us, and indeed, those threats may be followed up. They may threaten to keep us from gaining a promotion if we persist in our rigid Christian standards, as they might put them. And there are men who have compromised their faith, Christian men, in order to get that promotion 
men who have done many things, shading the truth, uh, cutting corners in their work, whatever it may be that uh, the unbeliever wants out of the believer. But always the threat involves some way of living, some style of life that is not consonant with the way that Christ would have us live. And so you see the contrast to the whole question of fear and the question of intimidation is proving zealous for the right way of life, proving zealous for doing what Jesus Christ wants us to do. We may not compromise his will and his word because of threats. Do not fear their intimidation and do not be troubled. We dare not allow ourselves to become all upset. Now you see the first thing then in verse 13 that he says is this. He says that the usual effect of righteousness with most people when we really live the way God wants us to is that they are uh, happy with the kinds of lives that we live. We bring peace to others and so they're happy for that fact. So our fear yields to reason. There are unnatural fears that people have, uh, afraid to do righteous things because they're afraid much persecution is going to come. Usually that is not the effect. Uh, Peter says in verse 13. So uh, we shouldn't sit around worrying about that. We should stop and we should think. Uh, very often fear is irrational. There is no place for it. Uh, it's not based on facts. And fear makes us irrational as well when we allow ourselves to think irrationally. Peter says think sensibly. Most people are happy over the fact that you're living a righteous life. If you don't cheat, you don't lie, you don't steal from them, they're glad to know that there's somebody they can depend upon in that relationship. There are many employers who are happy to get a Christian because they know that they can really trust him. They know that he's not going to steal from them by pilfering all sorts of things. He's not going to steal time from them and so on. So don't hesitate to be zealous for what is good, says Peter. But if and when the exception, which comes into all of our lives eventually, because he does say, Paul does say that all who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, when that exception comes, still don't fear their intimidation. God will give you the strength. And indeed, their threats, even if they're able to follow them through, many times they're, of course, not able to do so, their threats should not be greater than the promises of God. Remember, God can strengthen you to uh, handle any situation, and so you lose your job, so you lose your promotion, so you lose your friend, so even indeed you might lose your reputation or your life. God can enable you to withstand in every one of those situations as he enabled Jesus Christ, who uttered no threats, who did not revile in return when he faced intimidation and persecution. Remember, they said to him, come down off of that cross. But Jesus Christ refused. And they will tell you to come down. We'll turn the heat on you and then see if you don't want to get out of it. That's just the time for the Christian to stand up all the more firmly and all the more staunchly in the faith of Jesus Christ obeying him. Before that unsaved husband, that unsaved business partner, whoever it may be, it's your job to continue on in the righteous path that God has marked out for you. One thing that will enable you to do it is knowing the will of God and the word of God and following that word at all costs, regardless of what men say or think. But lastly, notice that your fear always yields to faith. It yields to reason, understanding most people aren't going to persecute you, verse 13. It yields to obedience, doing what God tells you to do, and fear yields to faith, entrusting yourself 
in God's hands. As he says in verse 15, instead of fearing and instead of being troubled, he says, but, do not be troubled, but sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. These people who are persecuting you, this husband, this business partner, this boss, this neighbor, this associate, wherever it may be, who is persecuting you, he isn't really in charge. He may have the power to do certain things, but all power that is given to him comes from God. God could snuff out his power in a moment. He could take him out of the picture by moving him out of that circumstance, by removing him from the face of the earth, by moving him around in certain ways, by converting him and changing his attitude. God is the one who's in control. So you, in your heart, say to yourself, this person does not really have the power to make me fear. God is the one who is Lord. Jesus Christ is in control of this world. Christ can control this man, this woman, this person who is persecuting me. Sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts, and you will not fear. Lord, help us to know that you are Lord and that we have nothing to fear from men because you are the one who is in all control with all power in heaven and earth given to you. We pray in your name. Amen.